Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the concrete gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Good morning, Buzzer. Good morning out there, audience, and good morning, everybody here. And we can't say good morning to Gorilla. Because he's having a break. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, lads. Campo. Hello, world. And so uh, (laughs) the star of the show is not uh, with us today. And uh, let's just say there'll be a couple of us uh, taking a little break. uh, But we're not going on holidays together. No, that's not the way I heard it. Contrary to popular rumour, I did drive him home uh, recently when uh, he couldn't drive home himself, but that is the absolute limit, right? I'm not going on holidays with him. Okay, folks, you're on the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. It's been a big week, and what a disaster for the Morrison government, eh? Here you go. They've had a bounce back in the polls, and then they think, oh... Yeah, they're patting themselves on the back and thinking it's all going well. And then it's, what happened next? Hollywood, isn't it? Was oh, it hello, hello world. world. Hello world. Ho- hello world, Hollywood. Yeah, that's what it is. Dumber and dumber after the cigars. <laughs> well, he, forgot, he forgot he didn't get charged. <laughs> Old Scummo's got to have a hard week this week. <laughs> he forgot? <laughs> He's forgot. Forgot the credit card. Forgot, forgot he got charged. Forgot the credit card. Only a five Matisse. grand flight. Matisse. Only a five grand flight. Only five grand. <laughs> that was a cheap holiday. <laughs> 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 And Joe's sitting back smoking, he's got a million dollars worth of shares. He didn't he? even know he had shares. He a million bucks, that's million. not that much. That's only a small I bet you he knew he's getting paid by two mobs at the same time at the moment, yeah. too, didn't he? But old Scummo, he's right up there, isn't he? And the Minister for Agriculture, he goes on and says, you know, these shocking bloody supermarkets. Oh, fuck, I forgot to buy. I have shares in Woolworths, and I've just told everyone not to buy at Aldi, Aldi or bloody Coles. Oh, duh, 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 duh. 
And then we get to Julie Bishop. Oh, She's Julie. gone. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> hey, I'm sick of swanning around the world buying thousand dollar dresses. Right? I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm, and let's never forget her role, CSR. Right? Oh, CSR. Terrible. A famous quote come out of that dispute where the one of the directors for CSR said, "I don't care how many people are dropping out of the skies. We're not going to give them one cent." And she defended. She defended that position right through. Yeah. I'm glad they leaked the Julia. hello world. Because I reckon the wheels on that bus have been rusted off now. Oh. They're falling off. They're going down like dominoes. Uh, and then, last but not least, one of our absolute favourites, Michaela Cash. Oh, there's another one. A Minister of the Crown, a solicitor of many years standing, forgot to, well, let's just say, abide by the code of practice for lawyers, and that means if the police ask you to... Make a statement. You don't just forget. You don't just fail to cooperate. When there are serious allegations being investigated by the federal police, their federal police, and Michaela just sort of goes, oh, yeah, I'm not responsible. Hang on. You're a minister of the Crown. You are responsible. But Michaela Cash has been an attack dog for the various Liberal governments for some time. And she just thinks she's immune. So, folks, ScoMo, go slow, had a bad week. Oh, dear, how sad. I just think in the whole process of her um, absolute whatever job you called she was supposed to be doing, she uh, just forgot the processes along the way a little bit, I reckon. And she just went... The ball, she went the man instead of the ball. Well, the white ball, I don't think the whiteboard can block all this out, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> Even if you wrote, look the other way on it. Oh. Anyway, it's been a big week because we should also report that some of their favourite builders, John Hollands and CPB, the old Leightons, who uh, basically decided on the Westgate Tunnel that the unions could go jump. They had some legislation brought in by Tony Abbott, which amended the Fair Work Act, and said, you could have a Greenfields Agreement. Just technically, that means there are no employees. You have to negotiate with the unions. Negotiate with the unions. Not tell them, here's the document, and in six months' time, we'll just go and get it rubber-stamped. Oh, dear, how sad... When you start a blue and you're not too sure what the outcome is, it's a bit too late to complain when it goes against you. Because the Fair Work Commission said on all points in the decision that CPB and John Hollands were wrong. So the unions had an absolutely terrific victory and I might say they have now clarified what the Fair Work Act means what this particular clause about Greenfields Agreements mean. And let's just say that the industrial relations staff, led by David Vandenberg, are going to be blamed by every employer for ever and ever more that this clause exists in the uh, Fair Work Act for bringing it up, testing it, and stuffing it up. Aye. Eh? They have stuffed it up. So now we have the second biggest project in Melbourne, the second biggest infrastructure project in the history of the state, all stuffed up, no agreements, no nothing, and they've got to go back 
12 months after the event and start all over again, but this time they're going to have to negotiate with the unions. Oh dear, how sad. Oh, did you hear on the Westgate Tunnel, I saw Premier Crane using tie wire as chain links for their crane. Using on a, the biggest job in Victoria, and they're using tie wire as chain links for their crane. Premier, that says it all, doesn't it? Yep, it says it all. Righto. As I'm not going to be around too much over the next few weeks, uh, we'll be thinking. You of are you are the executive producer. We'll be thinking uh, in, of you, in, uh, Shall we say the acting? Executive producer, oh. so uh, mate, this is where you start taking over. I don't over take total control, do I? <laughs> no, no, Campo's the music director. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, a buzzer. What have we got next? Uh, we, uh, well, what have we got next? We had a bit of a victory too with, with the crowdfunding Joe Miles scenario. Massive win, massive win. What? Got the total up there around, was it 44,000? 44,000. Yep. In le- a couple of days or something? Less it? than four days. Less than four days. That's fantastic. Um, so all the people out there who supported uh, and understand how difficult the job is at times. And uh, you get these in, uh, I reckon it's pretty disgraceful getting these individual fines. But anyway, um, the people out there that support us, we want to thank them a lot. And uh, well done out there. It just shows how generous the union movement is, you know. Joe was facing, to go represent a safety rep, he was facing a $44,000 fine, personal payment order against him. So for the union movement to get that money in four days, that's a massive effort. I know Joe's most appreciative of it as well. And should we should say that the judges in the federal court, when they're asked to impose personal fines by the ABCC, have a think about this. You're going to have to set... A very big fine, not for ordinary people to cover it with their 5 and 10 and $20 donations. It is a massive kick in the guts to the ABCC because they think the CFMEU's by itself. They think the organisers are just going to be expelled or disappeared from the bloody scene and we're just going to basically burn us out of existence, folks. Steve McBurney, there's a lot of support out there. Well, can I just say, am I allowed to say he wasn't much of an umpire, right? He was a shit umpire. Yeah, he was a crap umpire, and now, <laughs> now he's gone into this job here. So what do you expect's going to happen, right? And I umpired for a few years myself, and I reckon I was Oh, watch out. Right, watch go. out. Hey? Not all I about did you. Of, I, did a, I did a bit of, yeah, me, 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 me. No iron team, <laughs> right? No iron team. Well, he stepped up, he's he got a new title. He could learn a few things from me, old McBurney, I reckon, right? <laughs> Yeah, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Righto, he's had his first test with a personal fine and it's come unstuck. Well, um, I was just getting back to that fair work thing. We've we've had a couple of victories with fair work because we had a victory in Western Australia last week too with a couple of officials that were refused right of entry on a job. And, uh, and now I've had another victory, so who knows what's going to happen in the future. We might have a couple more victories in fair work Australia, right? The process is a bit long and enduring at times though. So um, we need to have a look at that as well. Well, we might cut to a track because we're getting a little bit away from the introductory uh, comments about Matthias Corman oh. and Joe Hockey. You got that photo the... You take over here because oh. what about the cigar got... smoking? Oh, I tell you what, they just, they just the president just keeps on giving them to. Oh. But we have do have a song for him. Fro Hello World, <laughs> leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> 
All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye, but the dawn is breaking. It's early morn. The taxi's waiting. He's blown his horn. Already I'm so lonesome I could die. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. Living on a jet plane. Not only did he leave, he came back, Matthias. And he forgot about it. And he forgot about it. He forgot it. that too, did he? <laughs> Canberra amnesia. <laughs> oh, credit card. The Belgian bomber. That's what he is, isn't he? <laughs> the Belgian bomber, isn't he? Well, <laughs> he's certainly suffering from a, shall we say, a slight case of amnesia when it comes to his credit card. Oh, hey? Joe. Hey, Joe. If you ever see a film, and, he had, him when he and Joe had chairs in it. He was terrible. I'm telling you, he was terrible. I don't reckon they'll be breaking out the cigars this week. <laughs> <laughs> what jobs he doing? He got about eight jobs at he, the one too. Isn't he the ambassador to America or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he fell goes, into that job, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and he goes and talks to his mate Donald Trump on a regular basis. Oh, apparently, he plays golf, but he doesn't even play. So you know, he's <laughs> he wouldn't be able to see the ball. <laughs> Okay, Buzz. All right, what are we on to now? We're on the, um, well, we've got to mention the union ticket at the moment, I suppose. There's yep, a bit of movement yep. there. Yeah, the accounts are going out. Uh, as we said to the membership last year, we sent everyone a letter saying that we had been absorbing GST into the union ticket. If you actually looked at the union ticket less the GST, it was the cheapest ticket in the whole union. However, as people know, we are under constant and unending expensive attacks, lawyers, bloody prosecutions, all the funds uh, that we have to expel to the ABCC, the federal, all that shit is uh, adding up over the time and we're having to actually put the GST straight on the ticket. So there's going to be an increase in the ticket to cover the GST. There will also be a $20 increase 
for on-site and $10 a week extra, sorry, $10 a ticket extra for the off-site. So we've kept the union dues as low as we can. The on-site blokes, it'll be four ninety-five, but that is including the GST. It'll be clear on your account. It is not the union fee. It is the GST that we are obligated to charge. But to compensate that for a little bit, we're going to be working hard in the next uh, short period of time for the uh, percentages. At the moment, you understand there's a uh, EBA that'll uh, deliver five percent, three percent, and the co-compliant one delivered five, which isn't a, only a smaller percentage of the uh, industry at the moment. But we are uh, we are moving forward with trying to sort that problem out to get a five percent yep. all-round uh, increase by the first of April. Is that about mm. correct, Wayne? Yep. Yeah, and the EBA negotiation, we're going to roll over because. The way the law is at the moment, the way the code is at the moment, before a federal election you negotiate an agreement, you are stuck with being code compliant and in compliant with the Fair Work Act. And regardless of the fact that that could be changed after the election, if we have an agreement which includes those provisions, that goes on till the end of the agreement. So we're rolling over and we're going to basically put ourselves in a position that after the federal election, hopefully, uh, Labor win and changes to the Fair Work Act, get rid of the code, and we might have half a chance of making the agreement a bit more like what it used to be. Like when we had be. Australian made, when we had all the provisions in relation to right of entries and all that stuff that we used to have, we might have a chance of getting it back without the federal... In- government interference and sitting down and negotiating a deal with the industry. Apprentice ratios, all yep. that good stuff. Yep. They just got taken away. Pyramid subcontracting? Yep. <laughs> all the sh- all the ordinary stuff and uh, which is being changed by endless interventions by John Howard, Tony Abbott and not too much help from a couple of Labor Prime Ministers in between. Well, you know what I said correct wake before? Yep. Just... And we also better a quick cheer out there because Mossendale's made the field. Uh, Mossendale Mall. And the votes come rolling the votes in. Come in. And I got a call from Johnny Furlong yesterday to congratulate all of us here for giving in a bit of a plug. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. Fuddy. Eat fuddy. Oh, oh Johnny's been around a long time, Johnny, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So they're in the big race. And Johnny and um, and Les, Les Wilkins, and a few of the McGaw boys, right? Yeah. Mossendale. Yeah, 120 years of union membership, as they keep telling us. Man, I'm not sure. It ran last, last race. So <laughs> apparently it likes a bit of the Johnny, sting you'd out understand of the track. why. It likes a bit of the likes sting. Likes a wet track? Yeah, likes a wet track, so they're <laughs> hoping for a bit of bit of rain between now and the All-Star Mile. Do you reckon right? there'll be some sprinkler I, action? I can see Johnny out there. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny be out there with his hose. <laughs> right, good luck to you, Fuddy. All right, now what are we on to now? We've well, there's a few stories about... Uh, oh, yeah, you were going to give us a story on... Uh, Glenville. Glenville, weren't you? Yeah, they're out there on the Alfington paper mill site. Um, they've got... We went through their job there the other day. There was a heap of safety issues brought up and rang to the office, so we went through. There was... Scaffold was not tagged. This, all the scaffold got shut down because it wasn't tagged and it wasn't... It was just chaos. They were dry-cutting concrete... They were um, sandblasting because the, the concreter out there had lost the slab of the exposed aggregate. So they had sandblasters in there sandblasting the exposed ag with no marks, <laughs> no nothing, no dust control. You know, it, it's actually, you walk through there, it is actually a shambles. Absolutely shambles. 
toilets, all that. It's housing. They keep saying it's housing, but we're saying, well, they're workers are workers, and they expected to come to a standard, which is for the whole industry. But it is a shambles, and they're just getting worse. Glenville homes have a long history. I was just going to say they have a bit of history. You're aware of their history there, are you? Oh, yeah. Glenville Homes, uh, one of those companies uh, that got mixed up uh, back in the 80s with the deregistration of the BLF, and they went in and pleaded guilty uh, to some allegations, and that meant that the BLF uh, was under constant attack and eventually deregistered. But they pleaded guilty to some minor offences, so... Basically, Norm Gallagher could be, could be found guilty. Now, I'm not going to regurgitate the whole history of that, but the Adlers didn't mind, but he's sticking it into the BLF. Anyway, well, what goes around comes around. That's it. And really... We're far from finished. It's far from finished because they haven't changed their spots. Righto. Well, Mr. Producer, obviously, we're going to come up with the next bit of information, don't we? Where are we on to now? You got the pad. Um, yeah, well, we're on to. Next week's Massey. Can you read your own writing? Yeah, I am. I can. Uh, I've got just a bit of a mob out there. BR Demolition 2. A few safety breaches down oh. on a job called Montague Square down there. I just went past and observed them uh, lifting off the back of an excavator with a crane sitting right next to them and uh, lifting illegally. Uh, Bernie, you've got to lift your game there, down there, oh. mate. Bernie yeah. Rafferty, well, Burn, mate, you got history. Doesn't seem to change. A bit like Glenville. And watch your space for that job too, Montague Square. I'll give you some more information in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, oh. some um, right decisions might be made there, but we don't know. It's not looking like that. HWM, HWM, oh, HWM. I did give him Campos Curse last week, <laughs> and I think it's effective. It's just I've got them. They're they're. One month behind in their interlink, two months behind in their super, and since December, they haven't been paying any of the boys overtime. They've been trying to bank it up. And yesterday in Adelaide, a company tried to roll them up, so they have to show their finances. They've got two weeks to show their finances what they've got. They're owing money all over town, and I don't think they're going to get any better. So I think Campo's curse has got them. Watch out for HWM. That and might be the next one going under, and, and there's been a fair few recently. And on that, and I do harp on, harp on a bit, it's a bit about compliances, right, about monthly checks, because we had a rather large precast company this week who was caught a few months behind. Uh, embarrassed themselves. So, you know, we're going on and on and on, but it's that easy to do a monthly check on these things. We've had monthly checks in for a reason in this industry, and that is so people do get their funds when when a lot of these companies send themselves broke and all the rest of it, right? So it's very important to keep those months. Once it gets further behind, it's harder to fix. But look, look at the likes of Road Cares. I see he's back up. Um, yeah, I just got a call about that too. Precar Solutions Victoria. His brothers started it up. All rotated. He just robbed all the funds from the boys. Thousands and millions of dollars outstanding to workers, but they've just started back up. Off again to go. Just and the law allows it. That is the problem. Scallywags, boys. Scallywags. Who you got? I've got C C K Stone. They were paying the blokes twenty bucks an hour. On site, the blokes, we've got it fixed up. The boys are all getting back pay. So they're going from 20, 20 bucks an hour to 41 on wages. 
super, all the compliance, and they're getting back pay for the time they've been on the job. And I also that have man group, uh, man group demo, the boss, Greg Hazelton. He hadn't paid his compliance and hadn't registered his blokes, and the steward picked him on it. He tried to yell at the steward and stand over it, and then he laid on the ground and literally kicked his heels and sulked about, what do I have to do? Do I have to grovel? Do I have to grovel? Well, no, you just got to do the right thing and pay your compliances and register your blokes like the rest of the industry. Sounds like Greg's just one super sookie la la. Yeah. <laughs> right, who, who else have we got? Who else have we got? Um... That's all I've MPA, got. MPA, there's a concrete company out there. We're trying to find out where they are at the moment. They aren't going that well, I don't think so. Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah, so stay tuned for that, right? There's a few. There's a few in that uh, dimension. Dimension. And obviously, we're still working through the issues with uh, iPhone. Yeah, I think that's – look, It's been that's been a very difficult one to look after, to be quite honest. Um and we're nearly at the end of it. We're nearly at the end of it and uh, getting taken over by a company called Empire. So Empire. hopefully that'll all, all everything about eighty to ninety percent all sorted now. So with a lot of work from the union to get that right. Right, right. And in anticipation of my little break, but I'm predicting the future. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. yeah the future is CPB and John Ollins. I don't think will give up trying to rot things. And on the Westgate uh, tunnel job, I reckon we'll have more trouble. So I'm going to nominate them this week and anticipate that they'll probably win it in the next couple. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no right doubt. Righto. HWM should be thrown in there too. Yep. Yep. Righto. Who are we going for? I'd have to go with Man Group. Litton on the ground, kicking yeah. your legs. Like, yeah. Oh, right. no, he can Sookie Lala. He's more of a Sookie Lala. Right. Yeah, he's a definite Sookie Lala. Who are you going to go with? Why yeah. not give it to a little bloke who's just played outside his league? Who? CK Stone. Yeah. yeah. Hey? All right. He's got it. He's got it. Righto. We're going to go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And... Just for Michaela Cash, because we're going to be giving it to her a big, big heaps over the next uh, couple of months, I'm sure, as more shit comes out. It's a little song from Blondie, and it is Rip Her to Shreds. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.